to the Witchfinger Horror Podcast. Tonight, we embark on one of my favorite fucking slashers, and I'm very excited that we're finally doing this movie, because ever since we started this podcast, this has been very high on my list of movies to do. So we are doing Sleepaway Camp. Formerly also known as Nightmare Vacation, but I don't know about you guys, but I didn't find any information as to why it was called that, why it changed to Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, and it's just out there where where maybe it might have ever been called Nightmare Vacation. Like, is that like the European name? Or I think this is way better. Yeah, Nightmare Vacation. It sounds like like a National Lampoon's yeah Yeah. National Lampoon's Nightmare Vacation. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, um, so I'll introduce ourselves in case this is the first time y'all have heard us. Uh, my name is Yasmina, and to my right is Morgan. Hello. To my left is Megan. Hello. And uh, yeah, let's get this uh, shit show on the road. Woo! So, okay. Well, I guess we should uh, maybe do a little chit chat about what we've been doing for the past uh, little while. I guess like we got a little busy after the last episode of Night of the Creeps. And um, uh, I want to talk a little bit about VHS Fest. Oh, yes. Let's discuss. Okay, so, um, Coffee talk. I'm sure, I'm sure y'all heard of VHS Fest. Uh, <laughs> everybody who is on Instagram uh, has heard of VHS Fest. It's, uh, it's in Pennsylvania. Um, Leighton. Yeah, we found that out. It, we were calling <laughs> it Leighton the whole yeah, time, we and somebody it... that lived there was like, no, it's Leighton. Yeah, Ooh, and we were like, yeah. oh, okay, I guess that makes Le-Hyman. sense. Leighton! Yeah, Leighton! <laughs> we just followed the directions. We're like, let's just go to the motel and then go to the drive-in. So it takes place at the Mahoning Drive-In Theater. And, um, Mahoning! Mahoning, yes. eh? It's very like, Canadian, right? They are, they are super awesome. The Mahoning is like, I guess, getting a pretty big reputation for um like it, like indie movie nights and showing lots of horror they have like awesome like film festival weekends where they just do like all vampire movies and they show like near dark and yeah. like lost boys and this is um this is only the second vhs fest they had the first one last year and i remember seeing about it and um pennsylvania like the city where we went it's only about a seven hour drive from mm-hmm. where we are in London, Ontario. And it didn't really seem that far at all. Like it didn't seem like it took very long to get there whatsoever. And um, yeah, uh, I wanted to go last year really, really badly, but I was a student and I couldn't. And I was like, fuck that shit. I'm going next year. And so me and Morgan and our friend Jen, uh, we drove down there and we're so like basically the entire fucking weekend. We were like, we we're so happy. We were we just came. blown like, away. We were just like, this is amazing like it's so great like it's just a community of all like horror and vhs collectors like all gathering together like drinking beer uh you can camp there you can tent uh and then you watch the movies they play three movies every night um and, and they I play had, they play VHS. Like, yeah, they so fucking yeah, they project even the screen, it. Yeah. yeah, even the screen, yeah, like they, when the movie was over, like they it, it was like rewind and people yeah. were cheering. And, yeah, oh, they don't actually awesome. have a digital setup at this theater, so they literally have a VCR set up to project. So they when they are playing all these movies, they are literally putting a tape in and yeah, projecting. It was it amazing. Like, oh, and and like really they had a DJ, cool. um, they had a band play. And it was just so much fucking fun, and we came home with a lot of VHS. It was amazing, actually, when we (laughs) crossed the border on the way back into Canada. The guy was like, anything to declare? We were like, oh, we got like a trunk full of VHS. (laughs) And he was like, what'd you guys buy? Like, (laughs) 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 E.T.? And then when 
we weren't going into America when we crossed in. They were like, where are you guys going? And we're like, we're going to a VHS festival. And he was like, like tapes? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, tapes? But it was so He's like, these like, losers definitely don't have drugs. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh my God. It was just like, it was so much fucking fun. Yeah, like the vibe is super cool there. They have, it's definitely got like, um... Like a camping, like outdoor festival kind of vibe. So they have like the vendor sort of area where everybody's sort of set up, and then the drive-in is behind you. And then around nine o'clock, like they vend all afternoon, uh, like inside and then out as well. They had like about thirty different vendors, mostly like tapes and stuff, mostly yeah. VHS, like some, some pretty rare titles days. too. Yeah, Robo Vampire was yeah, there. Yeah, somebody was selling uh Robo Vampire for, and I understand it's worth it, but a hundred dollars. Yeah. That's yeah. the most expensive. That was the tape most expensive tape. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome, and um, it was just, like, it was amazing. It was just, like, a fun event with a bunch of our Instagram friends, like, finally getting together to become, like, real friends. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, that was like, so cute. That's cool. basically what it was. And, uh, yeah, and the, oh, you know what fucking made it so much even better? Um, because the 4th of July had just recently happened, there was fireworks. What? Like, just, like yeah, you can see them, like, uh, from afar, and it was, like, we're at a drive-in watching, like, Hack-O-Lantern, and there's, like, fireworks oh in the background. God. Like, it was That's such like a, a dream. Good, dude, it was. It was amazing. Like, honestly, like, VHS Fest and Shockstock are, like, the best events, like, I've ever fucking been to. Yes. I highly, highly recommend everyone fucking come next year like it was awesome I actually seriously think they should extend it it should be three days yeah yeah I would totally be down with Friday Saturday and Sunday even just for the Sunday to vend yeah like to still you know buy stuff or whatever that day it wasn't on on Sunday nope no it was just Friday Saturday Saturday, three movies each night but we're old and we couldn't stay awake for the third movie oh well I mostly wouldn't have been able to that's way it's literally the first movie halfway in I was like I'm just gonna lay down in the back seat and would fall asleep I was gonna say it'd be nice if you were like setting up camp because then you could literally fall asleep watching movies a lot, yeah. and like a lot of people yeah. do but like uh, f- fuck camping I don't like camping oh, <laughs> I was like fuck that the hard ground let's fucking stay in a motel and yeah. we actually stayed at the Mahoning Inn which is literally down the, down the road it was perfect. It was That's just crazy. awesome. Like, we're definitely oh. going next year. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to start saving my money now. So yeah, I, like, I literally have, like, $500 But you know what, though? Like, even though I came tapes. home with, like, 54 VHS, I really didn't spend that much. Like, I think I spent, like, on VHS a total of, like, maybe $125. Yeah, I was about that Because it's too. all, like, a lot of people are, like, selling them for, like, two bucks each or, like, $5 or... Uh, free, even. Or there was, like, a bunch of stuff that was just, like, take them. What? They're free. Yeah, yeah. Like, my friend Hayden, the guy um, who does Six Slice, who did the artwork for right. the poster, um, he just fucking gave me a portable VCR. He was like, I just don't want to take it home. Do you want this? And I was like, um... Yes, I'm gonna take a portable VCR. It's adorable. It's like giant, and the screen is like the size of a fucking iPhone. Oh like, my god, it's, it's so funny. Yeah, it was amazing. It's organized by the Mahoning and Lunch Me VHS, and it's just it's such a wonderful time. Oh. I'm definitely gonna go like every fucking year. Yeah, it's um, awesome. Good community event. So support yeah. your local like VHS people and support the horror community and the Mahoning Drive-In too. It's fucking it awesome. Sweet, but yeah. So, okay, sleepaway camp. So, uh, we passed the beginning scene when they're on the boat. Which and, has... Uh, it's so <laughs> annoying. It's the most annoying so scene. So many questions. <laughs> like, I get that they're trying to portray that the people were in shock who were, like, watching it. Like, his buddy on shore was just kind of standing there. But that didn't need to be in the movie, that hole with the screaming girl. Well, no. Well, no, like, it uh, does, though, because... Yeah. 
they're... It's hard to understand all of the different relationships between everyone in this movie, but at the beginning of that, they're, I think they're trying to intimate that was their dad? Who died. And that, who died, yeah. but the guy on the shore... And the kid, and the son. Yeah, the son... Or yeah. whoever. The guy on the shore was his lover, because mm. in further on in... Spoiler alert. Further on into the movie, they have a flashback. Yeah, but what does that have to do with the girl screaming in the water, though? Well, That's what I was she saying. She was just a she, great she, she actress. Was, she yeah. was so They were annoying. like, you need to yell as loud as you can. <laughs> and who is driving a boat? Because they had so much time to turn around and see that they were about to hit mm-hmm. someone. Like, that was so... They should have made that shorter, because to me, I was just like... She literally had her head turned back for so so long. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, and it's not like they were even really drunk or anything. Like, yeah, they were just yeah. like, we're just driving well, a straight line. Well, it was the 80s, so I guess people, like, turned a blind eye to murder or accidents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The 80s. I know, right? Yeah. Well, we, okay, so this movie came out in 1983, and um, so we just passed the scene with uh, the ant, and I just gotta say that I can't believe that there is a giphy of, of the ant on Instagram. Like, if you go in your stories and type in horror, there's like a bunch of new gifies and there's a fucking gif of the ant. Like, I, I can't believe that. That is insane. Aunt Martha is played by Desiree Gould. And I, a long time ago, used to think that she was a man. I thought that as well. And you know what? When I... the only she's got man hands. Yeah, the only time sure. that I oh. realized that she wasn't was doing research for this movie. I always thought that it was... Like uh, an effe- like an effeminate male you know actor that played her. So funny that you guys say that is I didn't think she was a man, but before I knew any better, I assumed that she played Zelda in Pet oh, Cemetery really? oh. because she has that bone structure yeah. that really fucked up. Very and skinny and who was played by a man. Yeah. So now it kind of makes sense. I totally that, thought like, when I was when I used to watch this when I was a kid, that's what I thought. Like I thought that she was the man from the beginning of the movie, but is just dressed in drag and is fucking psychotic. Yeah. She's a woman. If you're listening, like, no offense. (laughs) But maybe, but maybe they did that on purpose, though, because the actor that sort of played, that plays the man that was on the boat was very thin and sort of had the same sort of look. So it's like, maybe they did that to confuse people. I think they did it on purpose to confuse people because the whole thing about, like, the murder mystery, like, the mystery of who the killer is in most of horror movies is that they want to get people to be strayed from who the real killer is, right? So I think I think they did that on purpose, definitely. But um, Desiree Gold, um, she's only acted in some like random stuff in the 2000s. She did a movie with Felissa, um, but she's real estate now. and That's cool. uh, Real estate agent. And um, she was also in the Sleepaway Camp reunion um, in 2001. Um, there was like a, an event. It was like at a con and there was like a reunion and she was there and she was, she's in, there's two documentaries about Sleepaway Camp and she's in the behind the scenes. And um, other than that, yeah, she's not an actress. She's just a real estate agent but I was always confused when I was a kid because I always thought that she was one of the men like from the beginning of the movie but she's not she's like legit um, her aunt like Angela's aunt and Ricky's mom she's just fucking psycho yeah yeah Angela Ricky (laughs) oh I believe there's a whole bag (laughs) that's some theater acting there but well I thought she was a theater actor too but I what I don't didn't but she tried to turn she tried to turn the role down because of the lines right 
be, they told her to overact. She was instructed to overact yeah. like that and say these bizarre lines. And she, she nailed it, though. She straight up was like, I don't want to do this role. It's really fucked up. And they, like, basically begged her to stay oh. and complete these lines. Because she, yeah, she tried. In one of the, doc- the um, excuse me, documentaries, she said, she's like, I didn't want to do it. I read the script, and I was like, you guys, these lines are fucked. And they were like, mm. you'll see, like, you'll see what we're trying to do here. And she's like, and it turned out that they were trying to do something. Yeah, and so, her character is so... It's a so- cool movie, so... Yeah, like, her character is just, like, so fucking psychotic. Like, I love it at the same time because it's exactly what you remember. Like, people obviously talk about the end, but then people also, like, talk about Aunt Martha. Oh, like, and the psycho, so the psycho crazy. mom. Yeah. Yeah, like, Angela! <laughs> but yeah, Sleepaway Camp, uh, IMDb gives it a 6.3. Uh, this is amazing. Good. In my opinion, Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 80%, which yeah. is pretty fucking sweet. Um, the budget was 350000 Box office, <laughs> fucking $11 million. Yeah, like it killed beat it. out it killed huge it. fucking movies yeah. that weekend. Yeah. yeah. All over, too. Like, I'm pretty sure it beat A Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I just can't remember which one. Maybe um, the second or third one. You know what? I have the info in here of what movies that it beat out, but hold on. It be, beat out it. Yentl. Yeah. And the horror movie that it beat out was, um, oh, it was Amityville 3D that it beat out that weekend. Oh, okay. With Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. Amityville Horror 3D. Actually, I, I, like, yeah. I like the third. I like this most of the Amityville uh, sequels. Yeah. Like, uh, the new one with Ryan Reynolds, I saw in theaters, but I was drunk and I don't really remember it. But the I just one, remember him. I just oh, yeah. Chopping wood. I just That's all you need to know. Fucking damn fucking short shorts. Oh my God. No, Holy I love this guy. He's fuck. like the okay, best. Look like at this fucking guy. One of the counselors. It's uh, Paul D'Angelo. Paul D'Angelo. Ronnie. Like, this fucking guy's short. Those are not even shorts. Like, that's fucking... Like, those are underwear. The juxtaposition between his character, who is the sweetest character in the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, and like, what I'm he fucking looks like. Him. Look at his But bulge. he's a monster! <laughs> oh my God, I love he's it. He's a monster! He's a monster! He quite obviously, I like, is a bodybuilder. He works out. And he, he was also great. in uh, Return to Sleepaway Camp. He's, like, one of the main characters in Return to Sleepaway Camp. And I love that he wears like this like silver like tracksuit pants uh, with like a black racer back, and uh, he looks like the Good Life Fitness Overlord. Patch. No, he does. Yeah, not. did you watch Return to Sleepaway? No, I did? didn't. I didn't oh, get a fuck, chance no, to watch it. No, if you watch it, it's it's a silly like fun movie, and uh, like most of the cast like come back for it, but he looks like Patch, like the That's fucking so owner funny. of Good Life Fitness. The Sleepaway Camp was only filmed in uh, five weeks. Uh, it was filmed at Camp Algonquin. It's near Summit Lake in Argyle, New York. Nah. And um, Robert Hiltzik, the director, attended this camp nah. when he was a kid. So let's talk about Robert. He directed and wrote this movie. And this is the only movies that he's done because he's a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I, I would love to like get into the headspace of like what compelled him to make this movie at this time. Like... In my research, there's not a lot of stuff about who he is, his personality, and because he only really did one movie, it's like, why did he want to do this? Like, yeah. why did he want to do this movie? Was he, like, creepy and wanted to be around kids? Or was he just, like, did he have this, like, crazy idea? Maybe he just, like, And just a lot of money? Maybe he's, thing. like, really well, that, rich, and he's no. just like, I want to do whatever? But that was the thing, and this is why it's also so weird and kind of adds to the morbidity of it, is that this was all of his inheritance. His mom died, and the film was funded 
solely by his inheritance. So he thought to himself, I can either make this fucked up movie or I could take all this money and buy a new house and invest. And I mean, $300,000 is a lot of fucking money. Especially, especially in, in the 80s. Yeah. So instead of like buying these lavish things, he made this movie with this money. So that really gets you thinking like, what was... He, he really wanted to make this fucking movie. Though. Yeah. I really admire that, though, because I fucking love this movie. Like, yeah. it's it's a great, it's a fantastic movie. It is, and I, I really hope that he made, like, he got his return on investment for it. I oh, mean, for sure. It I mean, made $11 million. It made, like, $11 million. Like, that's just, like, the box office, too. Um, I love that he's a lawyer, though, because of, did you guys see, obviously, you saw what he looks like. He looks like he's been living on a boat for the past yeah. 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, he totally does not look like a lawyer. He does not look like a lawyer. Like, he actually looks like he's he lives on a boat. Um, he might though. You never know. Like you know, just you know. So just just because you're a lawyer doesn't mean that you are like uh, assume, wearing a suit and stuff. I know see, some I lawyers that, that smoke weed in their offices. Yeah, I would assume that because he's a lawyer in New York City. So That's I just imagine true. like Fifth Avenue, right? Like fucking yeah. like Ow. yeah, yeah. Um, but he came back to direct and wrote uh, Return to Sleepaway Camp. Uh, Sleepaway Camp are and Return to Sleepaway Camp are the only movies that he's done. So, and he dedicated Sleepaway Camp to his mother. Oh, that's God so damn wonderful. right. She left him three hundred thousand yeah, dollars, and he, he blew made it a fucking movie. movie with but he blew it on a great movie. He didn't blow it on a movie. I yeah. think it's a fantastic a movie. I do fucking love this movie. And it's just, uh, I always wanted to when doing research. I thought, don't forget to say this. Don't forget to say this. For anyone out there who isn't aware of the facts behind the movie, he did not rip off Friday the 13th by any means. Yes. He wrote this movie yeah. when he was super young. He was 23 when he made it, and he wrote it way before that even. So he had this concept yeah. before Friday the 13th even really came out. Mm. So and for all you haters out there, too. yeah, so all you haters out there who are going to be like, oh, it's a fucking camp killer, yada, yada, yada. This scene. This though. is a great scene. Oh yeah, we're, so we're at the scene too. with the fucking uh, the diddler uh, chef here. What a fucking creep! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like this is like he's disgusting. Yeah, I know. I love this scene though because it's like um you could just like you could push yourself back, like you could push on that shelf and just land on a child. Yeah. To save your ass. But what I really love about this scene, though, um, and they talk about it in the How Did This Get Made episode, is that, like, so he gets all burned and shit, and they're at a camp. They're, like, a few miles away from, like, any civilization and by the time the ambulance gets there he's all bandaged up and he's still screaming <laughs> like you're just sitting there screaming literally for so long. screaming waiting for the fucking although they do say burns are like the worst pain you'll ever yeah. feel in your life but you I think you go into shock and pass out or something yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Right? I love his he pulsating a, boils too. But like the way that yeah, he is, he's all bandaged up and he's still screaming it's like wow <laughs> it must be really really bad holy shit i thought it was kind of weird that this movie made as much as it did but going forward into the early 2000s the director was like kind of surprised still that people cared when yeah. he was probably completely just like out of the game though because he's like a lawyer right and yeah like not part of like the film industry like whatsoever yeah like when the guy from sleepawaycampmovies.com jeff hayes contacted him to oh yeah do some yeah, of the commentary right, yeah. he was kind of just like well i had no idea that it gained such a cult following you know and that, that was for like the 2004 anchor bay release or whatever so he so i'm assuming he probably didn't shocked. really keep in contact with felissa and the other people because felissa uh, is like continuously doing cons 
like all the fucking time for yeah. this role. Yeah, yeah. Specifically. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it just it's kind of strange, but maybe because he's just an older guy and he's a lawyer, he just kind of like did the movie and around that time he made his money and he went off and did his thing and didn't realize that like life kind of went on and people fucking love it. I'm just surprised that because our people are so dedicated that he didn't have bags of mail yeah like because typically when people are yeah. diehards they will like write you letters Maybe i've written like, a few letters myself yeah. written wrote smoten <laughs> 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 so yeah I, I don't know i guess i just assume maybe he's all like privatized and yeah, no one maybe. knows where he lives and stuff but interesting well maybe he was hard to find because he doesn't do a lot of like yeah. because he's not involved in the film industry, you right? Know it's I mean? hard to like stalk him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he didn't continue to make movies. He didn't continue to be a director. He just did this movie, and then he was like, "Well, I guess I'll go back to being a lawyer now." Yeah, I and know. Just completely out of the movie yeah, like, well, industry altogether. I'm gonna put diddlers in jail. Yeah, like, <laughs> go get them. Right? Like totally fucking, totally weird. Yeah. Well, um, some trivia about this movie. We're watching it on. I have the Anchor Bay DVD box set, the survival kit. I also have the media release on VHS, which is one of my most precious tapes because the media releases uh, got the full letter on the back of the tape because a lot of the re-releases on VHS um, and DVD, the letter like cuts off at the back um, to reveal like the credits and pictures and stuff. But mine has like the actual full letter from like a camp. Uh, attendee or whatever like writing a letter to his parents we should fucking read it which is pretty cool it says dear mom and dad you've got to get me out of here right away there's a crazed killer on the loose and kids are being scared to death and a girl was brutally stabbed while taking a shower and nobody is doing anything about it your peaceful perfect place to meet girls has become a slaughtering ground for bloodthirsty murdering monster wait a minute I think I hear someone coming up and then it trails off, duh, and then duh. there's like some blood, and there's dots. Of I know, and I, I, I love it because it like it opens. You have to open it to get the tape out. Oh, I like love this, that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I noticed that. That's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. But I also have. Um, so the Anchor Bay released it on DVD in 2000, and uh, and then they released the box set in 2002. Um, so they released the Sleepaway Camp Ooh. Survival Kit, um, but it was uh, discontinued shortly after because it has. A medical Red Cross on the front cover, and the Red Cross filed a complaint against Anchor Bay. Ridiculous! And so they had to change the cover. Um, so the original um, cover has like a Red Cross on it, and it was only like maybe a few were made, and then they had to re-release it. And the re-release just has like the words "survival kit," and that's the one that I have. Like I don't have the one with the Red uh, Cross. Imagine yeah, how much you, that but tape that is. It's worth like, a lot of it's money. It's worth a lot of money. Like, like a lot of people fuck. are like the one with the Red Cross is like discontinued, and uh, it's a big deal in like collector world. Um, Screen Factory released it on Blu-ray in 2014, and it's a 2K scan of the original camera negative. Um, it has the original uncut version, and uh, the art is just fucking amazing. Yeah. The art mm-hmm. on the Scream Factory yeah. uh, Blu-rays, it was done by Nathan Thomas Miller, who has done, like, a bunch. Like, he did the Burning re-release. Uh, there, he did yes, really, he really did. good. Yes, he did. You can tell. Yeah. yeah. You, he did a really amazing fucking Terminator and Halloween 3 release as well. Um, so we're at the baseball game. I was about game. to say, we need to <laughs> your ah, fucking The outfit. Look at this. 
crop top it's is like so, not even a shirt. It's not even a crop. It's like it's just like she oh, has underboob. I was like, gonna say it's like one of those shirts girls see... wear, so they're under titty hang. Like under seriously, boob, which is gorgeous. I I I I just I can't. Look it's hard for me to accept that that was fashionable for a man to wear that in the 80s like and just that, like, like Johnny Depp in like Nightmare on Elm Street it was but at the manly. same time but at the same time I fucking love it like it so I I love it like his outfit is is brilliant it's just it's amazing if I saw a guy walking down the street now like that I'd fucking high five that yeah. motherfucker I'd be I'd like be hey like, can we take a picture yeah. and like <laughs> he's all an autograph and I love that he's all hairy too yeah like, oh, oh yeah it's so Fuck. fucking oh my god and again so though amazing. he's another really really great guy in this movie like he's another nice guy yeah and it seems like the nice guys like the, they got the dicks out all the time, yeah, I know. right? Oh my God. Well, his I shorts, his shorts it. are not that short, but like the crop top sort of makes up for it. I love it. I absolutely fucking love. Like this guys other guy here dog. with a gray shirt, his shorts are pretty. Short. And he's wearing a crop, but it's not quite as high no. as uh, the picture here. It's kind of like this, like the crop that a crop that I would wear. You know, like I, <laughs> I just can't stop looking at it. I, would, it's like, <laughs> I don't think I would go as far as to go to do the underboob crop, though. Yeah. I like that guy. He's got like a what is that? Like a fucking it's like a viper, cobra, or a cobra, yeah, yeah. Like a cobra on his shirt. Oh my god, I fucking love that so much. So we missed the, the scene. I wanted to mention the scene in the kitchen where Pervy McGee's getting all burnt yeah. and stuff. Pervy, Pervy McGee. McGee. You're introduced to the other cook, who's James Earl Jones' father. I know. Father. I know. Talks and you're like, yeah. You know what's crazy? I've seen this movie a hundred times, and I did not know that that was fucking James I had no Jones idea. Dad. And you see no him too, idea. though, and they have the same, like, mouth. Like, mm. I know. Mouth. I have some yeah. interesting fact, uh, an interesting thing about it. So his name is Robert Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. And um, he was also a boxer. And he fucking fought Joe Louis. Um, he was in a few, a lot of movies, but he was in Sting, which is crazy. He was in Trading Places. He was the limo driver. Okay. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't remember. I love no. that movie. But yeah, I don't he's remember the limo driver weird. slash like butler, and uh, he's in Witness with Harrison Ford. He's in Maniac Cop Two. It is unfortunate that he did die of natural causes. Say, the, but he, at the way. age of ninety six, though, he lived a That's very long. That's amazing. Lo- I just, like, I'm I sorry. Did you just tell me that he? We like rewind a lot. Did you just tell me that he fought a man named Joe Louis? Joe, Joe Louis. Louis. Yeah, the the fucking. That, that sounds delicious. Yeah, Dude, like, he's I like don't, Joe Louis? one of the most like famous boxers in the history. I don't of know boxing. boxing. Yeah, but he's like because um, I know Muhammad Ali. Well, because he was an African American, like he was one of the first like black men to like actually win like championships and stuff like that. And it was very controversial in like the 30s and 40s. Well, fuck me. Yeah, he's he, like you know the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. I knew that. Oh, okay. Well, there's like a fucking statue of him in Detroit oh, and like shit. an arena named after him. Like he was a That's huge super deal. Yeah, no, I know. And I, th- I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Like I was like, holy shit, he fucking fought Joe Louis. That's crazy. That's fucking sweet. Yeah. By the way, okay, so we're at the scene when they're at the <laughs> dance and I love Ricky's <sighs> Ricky's outfit. His cowboy it's like the, hat? The cowboy hat with like the Converse All-Star yeah. shirt. I actually like, when I used to watch this movie a lot when I was a kid, I've always wanted that Converse All-Star shirt. And they're always fighting. There's so much swearing and fighting in this and, movie. And like the yeah. old guy insane. literally just stands there like this. Like, yeah, like I don't like, know. Like one of the, like, like, the owner, he's like, just, oh, I'm going to hit that later. He's got yeah. his cigar and stuff. He doesn't care. 
Uh, fucking uh, Mel, the owner guy. Like, I like how he's like when when the cook. What happens to the cook when he gets like uh, the boiling water over him? He like pays off like, he's like the other cooks. Nothing. He's like, yeah. oh, you want to raise? Yeah, okay. Like, there's no. Yeah, he just like glosses over everything. He's not like, oh my no god, there's been a tragedy. It. It's like, can you cook? And then yeah. the next one, You're the next kill, he's like. It was an accident! Yeah. He's yeah, like yelling at them. I'm like, gonna try oh. really hard to keep this camp alive! <laughs> <laughs> These murders are just no big deal. Just ignore them. Just ignore yeah. them. Um, well, he his name is Mike Kellen, and um, there's some interesting things about him as well. Um, so the guy who plays Mel, he has over 100 acting credits. That's amazing. Uh, here's a few things that he's been in. It's pretty actually awesome. Um, he was in uh, some Alfred Hitchcock Presents and awesome. Alfred yeah. Hitchcock Hour. Yep. He was in uh, a Shirley Temple show, the Shirley Temple storybook. Um, he was in the Untouchables TV show with your boyfriend, Morgan. Robert Stack. Robert Stack. Stack. Yeah. I always forget. I forget that he was in that. Yeah, that was, I've never seen the TV show. You know I know, I'm sorry. I've only seen I, the movie. Uh, I've never seen it, but when I watch, I've seen the episode in Unsolved Mysteries where he talks about Elliot Ness, never finding that one mm. uh, serial killer guy. Nice. And in There's the original, an Elliot Ness episode for every show. Yeah, and in the original um, showing of it, they actually showed a clip from the TV show. And mm. it was funny because it was like, oh, I played Elliot Ness, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. But uh, on the uh, Prime stuff, they don't actually show the clip of the show. Oh, yeah. weird. I know there's a Supernatural episode on Elliot Ness, and I'm pretty sure there's an X-Files one too, but I might be wrong. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Mike Kellen, who plays Mel, was also in The Twilight Zone, um, the original Lost Lost in Space TV show. He was in That's The Midnight cool. Express, which is one of the, another movie I won't mm, watch nice. again. Nice. I've never seen that. But, it's like Broken Down Palace. It's like a he tries okay. to smuggle drugs and gets caught and thrown into a Turkish prison. It's Yikes. one of those movies, like, watch it once, enjoy mm, it. Don't it's brilliant. smuggle drugs, folks. Yes. Don't watch it again, though. It's awful. <laughs> he was in Rawhide with what? Clint Eastwood. Sounds Rawhide dirty. just reminds me of Blues Brothers, because that's the song that they always yeah. play in the bar, right? That's the theme song. The theme <laughs> song of Rawhide. <laughs> the theme song. Okay, oh my god, we're oh, pulling yeah. our so All oh right. my god. All the boys are going skinny dipping Woo! together with no women. Um, yeah. Okay, so Mike Helen was also in uh, God Told Me To, which is a Larry yeah. Cohen movie. Mm-hmm. The guy who did the stuff and It's Alive in Q. Yeah, the, the Winged Serpent. And you know what's funny? I was watching something on the um, Shout Factory channel. <laughs> And um, it ended, and then it started playing the next movie, and the next movie was Q, the Winged Serpent, but with commentary. And I was sitting there, like, I I fell asleep, and I woke up to Larry Cohen's voice talking over Q, (laughs) and he's saying... Hello, my name is Larry Cohen, and I have no idea what I'm doing or talking about. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm gonna have to like yeah, watch, watch this, this with commentary For sometime. Sure. Like he sounds hilarious. Um, but something really crazy about Mike Kellen. I was doing some research. His sister. She died in the Hartford Circus Fire. Okay, so the Hartford Circus Fire was the worst fire disaster in the history of the United States. Jesus Christ. It happened happened during, uh, you guys remember the Ringling Brothers? Like They're like the famous Ringling Brothers. It happened during one of their performances, and it killed 167 people Uh and injured over 700 people. And it happened in 1944. How many fucking people were at this damn circus? I know. Well, I guess in the 40s, the circus was was like to be. There was not much else to do. But isn't that crazy? His sister was one of the 167 people that died in that That fucking worst fire in the history of the United States. Like, that's insane. Um, Another 
other wild thing about him was that he was lieutenant commander in the Navy during World War II. After the war was over, that's when he pursued acting. Wow. Um, but Fantastic. sad, he died of lung cancer three months before Sleepaway Camp came out, so he wasn't even able to see the movie. Oh. And apparently he was like sick during the filming, but he yeah. hid it and he kept it from yeah. everybody because he didn't want to distract anyone. Oh, so Like sad. so humble, like... Oh, yeah, I know. He did a good job at acting in this movie. Yeah, for sure. no, he's like, he's actually he's like one the of part the where he's actors. like shaking Ricky. Yeah, I like that part when he's like shaking him and like fucking like hitting him. Yeah. He's just like yeah, <laughs> 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 he's like oh my god, oh my god, there's somebody on the boat. Somebody help them! <laughs> I love that that girl. Oh my in the god, of the those tidy whities oh, The Florida crop top. I know. You know what else I love about the guys wearing the crop tops is that when it shows their abs, like their obliques. Stop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. I love how every time the killer shows up, it's like, oh, Oh, it's it's you. you. It's like they're so disappointed. Yeah. Oh, it's what do you want? It's you. Well, uh, filming was behind schedule, and the storyboards were finished, but then they were thrown out. <laughs> they were never used fucked? because they didn't have time. And uh, shooting brought them into the fall. So they had to fucking spray, spray paint. paint. Oh, yeah. They had to spray paint the leaves and, and uh, grass green to I, make it look like summer. I well, could they did imagine. a good job. Like, yeah. No, but, like, think about it. When you have a $350,000 budget... Do you really want to be paying people to spray paint leaves all day or spray paint the grass? Like it could have gone to other things, probably. But that's- yeah, I'm sure they did it. You know, if that were me, if I were the fucking director, producer, writer, I'd be like, hey, actors who aren't fucking doing anything in this moment, get a can of spray paint and yeah, fucking get yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. I'm I mean, paying I know, yeah. you anyways. Child labor. Because a lot of it, like, is them just sitting around waiting yeah. for their scenes to be shot. So they just sit there and, like, yeah, in some, of the, in some of the farther scenes, you actually can see that the leaves are turning. Like this scene right here. Um, when this guy's like yeah, so angry he's like, and getting the chairs out of the He's throwing water. the chairs. Everyone is so mad at this movie. Oh, it's a body. Oh, it's a, and there's a snake how, coming out. I know, and like I love how decomposed the body is after one night yeah. of being in the Although water. they say that like the critters will get you pretty quick. Like it's not decomposition, it's more yeah. like that been snake was apart. definitely eating. Yeah. That poor kid's face. Oh, oh the fucking. <laughs> oh, so old mustache McGee here. Oh, yeah, so there, there's, that's, this guy is pretty funny, the cop, uh, because later on he comes back, and uh, apparently the scene that he did later on as well, when he comes back, uh, was a reshoot, and he'd shaved his mustache, so they just put Oh, and they fucking made, they rotored that shit! There's a scene in Rotor when, like, there's one guy that has, like, uh, like, a painted-on goatee. It's like, why? Why does it matter? Why does he need a goatee to look badass? It doesn't matter, like, but, like, it's quite obvious. It's fucking, like, literally just It's, like, Velcroed on. Oh, in this movie. Yeah, Yeah. in in this movie, it's actually, like, a fake mustache, but in Rotor, it's It's paint. It's so obvious. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, I just, like, realized that Felissa's character in Return to Sleepaway Camp looks exactly like this cop. Oh. Like, her character, spoiler alert, is... A male cop with a mustache and like a a voice box, and it looks exactly like oh, this cop. Weird. That's funny. Maybe that's what which they is were funny because they have a male cop with yeah. a voice box in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love Ronnie. Can we just look at tiny shorts? He's <laughs> not a good guy. 
Speaking of tiny shorts, my favorite quote that I found was, in fact, not a quote from the movie, but Jonathan in one of the uh, documentaries said, he's like, we didn't know what we were doing most of the time. We were so young. He's like, so this is what I thought. You show up, put on the short shorts and hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That is sleep. Oh God, thank you. In a nutshell. Oh my God, that's fucking amazing. You show up and you put on short shorts. Yeah. (laughs) Also the scene that just um, happened, like there was the paramedics, like those were real paramedics as well. Um, The Hudson Falls police let them use Real police uh, uniforms. Which is just awesome. so stoked yeah. to help. But they yeah. let them fucking wear the uniforms with loaded guns. Whoa, whoa, wow. whoa. Early 80s. 80s, I love you. The I, know, 80s. Right? <laughs> I was gonna say, because like they have like weapons check people. Nope, not in the 80s. Like they were like, here you go, you can wear my uniform. And the guy's like, well, what about the gun? Like, I need the gun. Oh yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, here you go. In it. Yeah, it's fine. No big deal. It's fine. <laughs> Slow to just don't pull it out. Just walking around spinning it on their finger. I know. Um, Okay, so we're at the part where um, they're playing the volleyball game, and I gotta say, Judy rules. Judy is such a fucking bitch. What a bitch. She is such a fucking bitch. I love that she's wearing a fucking shirt, shirt that has her that fucking has name her on it. I, yeah, I, want one. I seriously, I would wear that shirt. I love it. It's I want amazing. One. Like apparently, okay, her name is Karen Fields. Apparently, uh, there was a shot of her dead in this movie that was cut by the MPAA because she's she gets like the uh, the curling iron. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which I also find funny that. She dies from that because, like, really, you can't. I don't think you die, would die from, from that. that. No. Like, you just like You'd be get, horribly like, maimed. It would take. I mean, like, you would just if you had an infection. Burn yeah, if it got infected, oh, that's true. You're right? But it wouldn't happen overnight. No, that infection no, wouldn't happen to, right like, away. Yeah. I know. I find that hilarious that she died that way because it's like I, I don't think that would kill you. Like, it would just no. burn the inside of your vagina. Yeah, you just be hor- but, like, horribly maimed forever. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so there was a shot of her probably like with like the uh, curling iron like sticking out of her pussy, and obviously Jesus they cut Christ. that. I, it's just like actually, it reminds me of Friday Thirteenth Part Five. Violet, the the goth girl. There was a scene that they shot that was never released, and she gets Jason stabs her in the fucking cunt. And what? there's a photo of it. There's a picture of it online. But there's that's like, a lot. But they we should ruined, post that they tomorrow. Ruined, they fucking they. Uh, they, I think they completely like uh, burned the negatives. Like it's like nowhere to be. That's found. a lot. Yeah. Especially because Jason is such like a funny franchise. Let's be honest, it's a funny franchise. Mm-hmm. People like but that, she's like that's a teenager. And he, like yeah. that's that's an yeah. upsetting I thought it was thing. Pretty cool. And like and Jason oh, hates everyone. Upsetting. He hates everyone equally. It's not like he's like yeah. a fucking woman hater. You got and he you got hate in your heart. Let like, it out all the time. <laughs> yeah, you got hate in your heart. Let, let it out. out. That's the pimp ball. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The player haters ball. Player haters ball. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell's got like underwear with dick Nicole's holes in them. <laughs> oh, also, I love that this guy's wearing an Asia shirt. Yeah, he That's was wearing um, a Blue Oyster Cult shirt earlier in the nice. scene where him and Ricky fight. Yeah. He's wearing a well, Blue um, so Jeff Hayes, who runs the Sleepaway Camp like fan yeah. website, um, he contacted Aaron Fields and because she's not an actress as well. And uh, he contacted her and asked her if she would star in his short called Judy. And that and Sleepaway Camp are the only two things that she's acted in. So she's not like a professional actress or anything, but like that's not her career. So her bitchiness Uh, is just like But she's so good. I know. (laughs) 
She's so fucking good in this, though. Like, I can't believe how good of a bitch she is in this movie. But I watch the short, and it's like, uh, it, I mean, like, it's an independently made, yeah. uh, like, 15-minute so it definitely short. Has that feel. It's like, it kind of reminded me of Partners. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> What's Partners? And, uh, What's Partners? Well, just look it up. And okay. maybe you should watch the Red Letter Media uh uh, episode on partners and then you'll get an idea of what but Judy's on YouTube it's only about like 15 minutes and she uses a curling iron in it as a weapon um, but apparently uh, Judy was uh, supposed to be played by Jane Krakowski the blonde woman That's from crazy. 30 Rock which is so yeah, yeah because like so Robert funny. wanted a blonde to be cast and I could also bitch. see her I being could totally really picture good. her yeah. yeah yeah I know she's got that like very like she's got pointy mousy. features she's yeah. so like, mousy. yeah yeah, but um, yeah, she's done some like off Broadway theater and voice acting. Um, she actually she did the voice of some of Bart's friends in season one of The Simpsons. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which is pretty cool. But uh, she's just a long distance runner. She does marathons in New York City. That's cool. the only, and you can tell in the Judy short that she's fit as fuck. Yeah, like Good she's toned. She's toned as fuck. I was gonna say because runners typically aren't muscle heavy though. No, but if you're running marathons, like it. You just like the fat just dissolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have a hard true. time even yeah. keeping weight on. Yeah, like have you ever seen like sprinters calves? Yeah, they're tiny. Yeah. They're tiny people mm-hmm. though. Like yeah. they're typically tiny people. Yeah, but yeah. She's great. I love Judy. Judy's such a bitch. She's awesome. Uh, well, this guy, uh, Paul, um, his name is Christopher Collette. And uh, so Paul is the one that has a little crush on Angela. And I love how, like, Angela, like, she's a mute. She doesn't talk to anybody. But whenever Paul comes around, she's, like, completely normal. Yeah. Like, she's completely, like, hey, how's And her voice is so cute. Yeah. Like, she's just completely normal when he comes around. Um, but he was in the Manhattan Project. That's cool. With yeah, that John Lithgow. That, yeah. And we saw it at VHS Yes, Fest, we And did. I was like, this is the movie that that Paul guy is in and um he did a lot of tv uh like he was in macgyver the langoliers the langoliers fucked with my head when i watched it when i was a kid the only thing that i really actually remember from the langoliers is that when they're in like i don't know if you call it like the was it a parallel universe or something yeah when they tried to eat the tuna sandwich and it was like gross if i was in that situation i'd be like bitch i'm hungry i'm gonna fucking eat this anyways That's an interesting thing to remember from the only thing that I remember from that movie. Um, uh, But he also does voice acting. Like, he was in a bunch of anime, like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. He was in, like, a Sonic X, like, G.I. Joe cartoon. Um, And now runs a Pilates studio with his wife. And his wife is also an actress. And um, this is interesting. He was very good friends with Corey Haim, and Hmm. he was one of the pallbearers at his funeral. Interesting. Was he. Vaughn, Ontario. I was going to say, was he Canadian or. I don't know. But he was. uh, But he Hmm. was in a movie with Corey Haim when Corey Haim was like. When they were really, really young. And uh, yeah, he was a pallbearer wow. at his funeral, which is oh, crazy. I know. Sad. We saw Corey Haim's grave. Yeah, I was gonna say. Remember when we just a we couple went of hours that? away from London? Yeah, it's it's actually shocking how much uh, there were still like tons of flowers and little trinkets and stuff. <laughs> People still go. Someone put a silver him. bullet. Someone put a silver yeah, bullet on it. They love him. Oh my god, Judy, you're such a bitch. She's got no hair down. Even her face, like her fucking like scowl. She has a scowl. Hearing that like Felissa brought her entire eighth grade class to watch this movie when it came out, when you first hear that, you're like, oh, that's nice. Like she brought her friends. And then you watch the movie and listen to the script. 
And, like, the creepy part with the, like, almost molestation would be really awkward when you're in eighth grade to watch. Um, her talking about pubic hair in eighth grade yeah. would be so awkward yeah. Yeah. to watch with all of your peers because that's when your body's changing. I'm I like, know. I so love the fact the, uh, that she just brought her whole class And not to mention the big like, reveal at the end. And the big That is like, um, cover your eyes, children. There's so many, like, sexual innuendos throughout this whole movie that it's just funny that, like, she, oh, her titty. That she just brought her whole eighth grade class to see it. Yeah, I love me. that her mom was like super there cool. For the like whole she, thing. when she was asked to do the role, like she was like, uh, sure. <laughs> and she was there. Like she was like, while they were sh- uh, shooting, her mom was like um, around like the entire time. And I think it's pretty cool that her mom like let her be this role. Like, yeah, this absolutely. Movie, which is pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, because. Honestly, like, I mean, the whole movie does deal with a lot of subject matter that uh, now is something that, you know, we talk about freely, but, like, a lot of stuff about, like, transgender, homosexuality, like, pedophilia, all those, like, kind of things were big taboos back then. And so for... Yeah, incest, too, for her mom to, like, be totally cool with allowing her to do that. Well, I, I think it was a great decision. Like, it's obvious that Felissa was really deeply impacted by this movie and how, like, it just affected her. Like, when I watched the the little documentary, it was on YouTube, I guess yeah. it might have been one of the special yeah, yeah. She was crying at the end. She was yeah. like, it was, like, the best five weeks of my life and I just Aww. didn't want it to end. And, yeah, like... It's true, though. It, it really affected... It would have been, like, a summer camp fucking vibe there because um, the director really wanted... He wanted kids to play kids. He didn't want, like, 20 and 30-year-olds to play kids. Which like, is a lot mainly of, a lot of horror movies that's, like, adults are playing teenagers. Yeah, like, how old was he wanted, here? Like, thir- uh, she was, like, 13? She was only 13. Yeah, so, I mean, and all these kids are quite obviously around that same age, too. Yeah. So it would be a really impactful... Uh, experience for for all of them and i'm yeah, glad that sure. it was a good one right like if it was like shitty and like weird then that would really suck but like she yeah. was really emotional about it and, and like, like i love lovely. how like into she is with like meeting fans and like hanging out with fans like she she rules she's the coolest she's, like, so nice. she's been to london she's been to Shockstock a couple times and we've partied with her we've hung out with her she is so rad she's so chill like she brings like an energy yeah. with mm. her which um obviously helps with uh the roles that she does that she does a lot of b movies yeah these days and like it's just uh she definitely brings like that kind of uh like energized like atmosphere to like every role like and she's just so like cool with everything like she'll be like yeah i'll have a dick yeah no big deal whatever you know what i mean like she's like let's like, fucking party she's not bitter about having to sit having worked and been part of conventions ourselves we've met and come to cross like our paths have crossed with a lot of celebs yeah who are you can see on their face that they're bitter about being yeah there. and they're like not having a good that time they're like i'm just gonna sign these fucking autographs You're make right. my fuck and she she's is always never, having a good time like yeah she's totally she's super personable she comes to the after parties like yeah. she's always like having a good time like no matter what like even if you just like google pictures of her like i love like the ones of her just like giving the middle finger yeah. like yeah. Fuck you, I'm yeah. Partying. yeah yeah she's, she's awesome rad. well she was supposed to be a shock stock this year but she couldn't make it because she was shooting that movie with Carolyn Williams from Texas Chainsaw Part 2. Which is like all that's yeah. on my Instagram feed Dude, right I know, now. I know. It yeah. looks like super fun. Yeah. Um, but she'll probably come back next year. But uh, she has over like 90 film credits. Um, 
like we mentioned earlier, like she was only 13 when she did Sleepaway Camp. And um, she's married to um, the singer of CKY, yeah. which is, is and adorable. They have two daughters and a son. <laughs> and me. adorable, they were actually both in a movie together. Oh, stop. Yeah, it's called Caesar and uh, Otto's Summer Camp massacre Aww. and she has his name tattooed on her ring finger Aww. i love that it's adorable um so after sleepaway camp she took a, a break from acting to finish school and then she went to acting school with adam sandler yeah that's awesome. <laughs> and they yeah. did a short comedy together for mtv called party phone series oh yeah, i didn't I see that. that i know i i never i i never saw it but i do want to look it up but she's also done a lot of off-broadway productions but i thought that was kind of cool that she went to school with adam sandler which is kind of interesting because jonathan uh, jonathan tierston who plays ricky he went to fucking acting school with molly shannon yeah. What? Some SNL connection? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, I can't get over. I'm sorry. Like Ronnie? Horror. Fucking Ronnie. Like um, every single outfit that he's wearing, like his pecs are just like busting out and his fucking bulge is just He's always there. so concerned. Like look at the look on his face. I know. Face. What a like, nice he's human. So concerned. His, he cares his muscles so much. are concerned. <laughs> They're like, what's going on guys yeah. I hope everything's okay um oh God, I was gonna I say it. I really enjoyed reading about how these kids got to have their childhood through this movie like there was drama because um Felissa and Jonathan were dating yeah. and then they, yeah, they had a crush on each other yeah. yeah well they dated like they were a yeah. couple yeah. and then he started flirting with other girls because and- like she, she was like oh well like she thought maybe that she was like a little too young and the girl that he was he was like a few years older than her yeah. right so like the girl that he started to kind of see after her like on the set was like like had like big boobs and like was like more like developed and she was just like kind of weird about it all but like yeah it's like they had like their own little like high school like and microcosm from what yeah. i read all the like directors and producers and all the adults involved with the making of the film weren't like these fucking kids like so annoying they were literally like are you kids having problems let's figure this out like they were like understanding yeah. that they're working with preteens, and yeah. instead of telling them to grow the fuck up they were like this is a point of their life where they're gonna be doing these things and so which let's... is like and adds to the good experience yeah, that she had like, yeah. while making this movie I'm like, you can really tell that they all got to be kids. Oh, they, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I know. Okay, so the part where, like, Paul takes Angela <laughs> to the beach, and he's like, oh, I got something to show you. And they kiss, and uh, she trips him, and then, like, runs. She uses that wicked move. I'm going to try <laughs> I that. I know. Yeah, that's a good move. I'm, I'm totally going to fucking yeah. try that next time. Well, Jonathan Tiersten, I I love Ricky. Is actually one of my favorite characters in this movie. He's so he's got such a foul mouth. Like yeah, it's amazing. He swears he's like so fucking much. Like, he's like eat shit and eat shit and die. Yeah, eat, eat shit, shit and live. live. <laughs> yeah, like he's such a fucking dick. Like he's just like fuck you, fuck you, you fucking fuck. But like, he's so loyal, and I love like, it. Like for heart. his um for his audition, Robert just asked him to cuss him out. Yeah. And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, just cuss me out. I wish that was on online. Yeah. Because I'd like his to see that. Audition tape his audition would have been like, phenomenal. Even like the, the scene earlier when they were at the dance, like before that fight starts, like he just like throws, he doesn't even, just gets into it. He just yeah. throws punches. And he's like, fuck yeah. And like just starts throwing punches. And it's like, like people like For family, and, like, which mm-hmm. makes me want to just Jumping all over each other. I know. I love, love Ricky. He's hilarious. So he's a singer. He's also a guitar teacher, and um, he's written music for movies, and um, he's also in Return to Sleepaway Camp. Um, something kind of funny, they misspelled his last name in the yes. opening credits of Sleepaway yeah. Camp. 
Um, so, yeah, after him and Felissa, they kind of dated a little bit on and off during the filming of this movie, and then they broke up after it was out. And his hands are the hands that are used for any of the murder scenes because Robert wanted, like, people to think that it was a boy killer. Of course. Of course. So the scenes where he's, like, um... Put pulling on the step stool of like the the diddler chef, everything like <laughs> the the, uh, the, uh, the diddler chef and um, like the beehive and everything like those were all Ricky's hands uh, just to obviously like confuse the audience and um, even like there was like a scene where um, one of the girls gets killed in the shower and like you see his back and he's wearing a wig yeah it's, it's so bad. yeah yes. I know so yeah bad. but yeah pretty crazy that he went to acting school with Molly Shannon and how like Felissa went to acting school with Adam Sandler that's pretty crazy but after he moved from New York to Colorado he opened a venue slash like bar called the Mountain Tap Tavern but then mm. he sold it to pursue his uh, music career and like I think um, his music I looked it up and it's kind of like um, what's that Ugh, Dave something band Dave Matthews, Dave Matthews band? yeah it's yeah. kind of like that it's like <laughs> uh, it's got that. that like hippie like kind of acoustic yeah. vibe stuff but um, I, I love that he also came back uh, for a return to sleepaway camp as well he did he yeah. did some shit though uh, I was looking into something that he was like super accredited for and it was called The Perfect House. It was called The Perfect House. He starred and it's a anthology, a horror anthology oh, with Melissa like in it oh, as well. Awesome. And he won three best actor awards for it. Oh. Um yeah, so he was still in acting. It's just like how have we not heard of this anthology, The Perfect mm. House? What, what year? Was it? Uh 2012. Cool. Interesting. I'd check yeah, it out. I'll have to look that And it won awards. So, I like, love, I love Let's anthologies. Check that out. Yeah. That's awesome. And, I mean, he's, he's pretty cute to watch him in the interviews and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's adorable. He's yeah. so adorable. Cute. I, yeah. Super adorable. Yeah, definitely. Which one's fucking Peter? Is that... No, obviously Which one's... Peter. I want to know. Which one's Mike? Because Peter is Mike Sorrentino's brother from Jersey Shore, and I'm obsessed with Jersey oh. Shore, and I need to know which one of these guys is oh, a fucking... Is a Sorrentino. Peter Peter is the little boy in the flashback. Oh, okay. Ah. So this guy's related to a He's Jersey his older Shore brother. guy? Yeah, his older brother. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is so <laughs> fucking, fucking weird. Fucking what does he look like now? I know, right? He's oh, he's a Guido. He's a, no, 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 he's got like a, like a little Guido. Oh, like the, little yeah, Guido the gaudy boy blowout. There's no blowout happening. No? Happening. No, no. And, and Mike is the blonde kind of like... Okay. Guy with the button-up shirt, who also kind of... He looks like every character on the cover of, like, a teen horror novel yes. from the 90s. Like, Christopher Pike, like, Fear Street. Totally. That's what this guy like, fucking looks like. kind of a heartthrob. But anyways, okay, so Mike, his name's Thomas Vandell. And I found him insanely interesting, even though he's definitely... I thought you were going to say insanely hot. No, <laughs> insanely interesting. Um, he doesn't have a big role in this movie, but he's actually the vice president of Universal Motown International. He, like, signed... What? Like, 98 Degrees, Brian McKnight, Boys to Men, Erica Badu, Nelly Godsmack, Three Dose No Doubt in Excess. He had a hand in all of these people's careers. That's crazy that you actually just said boys to men because they're playing London tomorrow. I night. know, right? <laughs> Isn't that fucking mental? But yeah, so no, no, he, no, was, no, no. he was. He was. <laughs> what? 
a huge like m- music industry mogul. He worked for internet. He did like oh licensing God. for like sixty three countries. He also is a part of. Um, he's the COO of Radar Pictures, um, and they're an independent film studio. And they did like The Last Samurai, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the newer one, Revenge of the Nerds, Twelve, Cocktail, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, Three Men and a Baby. So he That's also crazy. was a like head of the production company for all those movies wow. all during the 80s and 90s. Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Yeah. Another movie I won't watch again. No, I remember really? watching it when I was a kid. Nope. I watched it as a kid, but I don't really... Re- like, that's the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. Fucked up. She's breastfeeding their kid and shit. Yeah. And she wants them to be uh, like, no. I re- that movie is fucked up. I remember Ricky, it. Ricky is that, Topless. Is that Rebecca shirt? De Mornay? Yep. Is that... Yeah. Yep, Rebecca That Demo. bitch has a freaky face. She's well, that movie, looking. um, I don't remember it, but it just makes me think of The Guardian. Yes. See, that is a great fucking horror movie that involves a babysitter tree people that's a fucked up movie oh, is that in a whole different way i can yeah. watch the guardian yeah. because it's so fantastical mm-hmm. yeah but this one where this bitch is putting someone else's kid on her tit also judy looks fucking bomb in a bikini yeah i was gonna like, say look at her fucking ass she's got like a six-pack she probably was running back then too here's what i'm confused about who are the camp counselors? Is she a counselor who's being such a cunt, or is she another camp resident? No, she's like one of the residents. Okay, like, because yeah. she to me is presented as more of like a seventeen-year-old than a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, she and I think she is. is. She's, she's just one of the she's, older. She's, she's, one of the, she's one of the older girls because okay. remember at the beginning, like they're like, well, she hit puberty and she's got huge, like you know, C cups now. So like she's yeah. one of the older girls. So but, she's um, not supposed to look thirteen. No, uh, no, oh. no. She's, she's supposed, supposed to be, to be like that a little age. bit more oh, okay. mature than the other girls because she's like she got all sexy after last summer. Yeah, but it seems oh, like she's, been here she's yeah, like yeah. they intimate that like the same people have keep going to the camp over and over again. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, just like that part where Mel like has uh, Ricky, he's like holding onto Ricky's arms. He's like, you're the killer. I know it's you. Like he's just like struggling. Like no one else is noticing this old man. Right, like him. assaulting oh, him. Oh, hero. Oh, Ronnie, Our hero. Ronnie's here to save Ronnie the to the rescue. Ronnie to the rescue. Run, <laughs> Ronnie, run. Ronnie can rescue um, me any day. Well, okay, so Judy's friend, um, Meg, uh, her name is Catherine Cammy, and she's also been in a lot of TV as well. She was in All My Children, Dragnet, NYPD Blue, Young and the Restless, Bones, Law and Order, Castle. Like, she's been in, like, Castle, all, yeah, Castle was the um, fucking Nathan Fillion. Yeah. yeah. Canadian gem. But yeah, no, that girl who, that plays uh, Meg, she's still, she's got tons of credits. Like, she's still doing, like, tons of TV. She's she's doing very well. Yeah, she, she looks actually great. Had... She looks great now. Her IMDb picture, like, pretty good. Yeah, she's had uh, probably more well, I wouldn't say more credits than most, but, like, she has, like, a, a considerable amount of, like, work that's, like, been continuous. Yeah. Look at how tight those sweatpants are <gasps> on our oh, man. Oh, I love that, like, his shoes, pants, and jacket are all, like, orange. Oh, yeah. He looks great. Um, by the way, if anybody wants a Camp Arawak shirt, um, you can actually get them online, um, through, I believe, Terror Threads. So Terror Threads have, um, like, official, like, sleepaway camp shirts that, um, I've seen a picture of Felissa, like, uh, signing one of them before. And they have dresses, too, which is pretty fucking sweet. They have, like, sleepaway camp dresses. And speaking of merch, there's also, um, Forever Midnight Podcast. They made that fucking light switch plate. 
Have you guys oh, seen that? Oh, the penis! Yes. Yes. Like, you know, just like her dick. Like, yes. that is amazing to yeah. me that they made that. Um, they're sold out right now. Like, I, I checked recently because I was like, I should get one. Yeah. Um, it's oh like God. designed by one of the guys on the podcast. I think his name is Jeff. Um, and he designed it. And uh, you know what I love about the name Jeff? You know what always makes me think of? Wayne's World 2 when he meets Tia Carrere's dad and they're speaking. And his name and is like, Jeff. And then, like, but he's just like, they're, it's subtitled and he asks him to call him. He's like, just call me Jeff. And he's like, oh, bindo, 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 nah. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I love that scene. But yeah, um, there's a lot of really cool, like even as, if you go to sleepawaycampfilms.com, um, the sequels of Sleepaway Camp, the camp is called Rolling Hills. You can get the Rolling Hills shirt from that website, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> The part where Meg is in the shower, every time I watch this, okay, you know how there's like absurd commercials, like shampoo commercials where they're like lathering their bodies and like smiling like, like no one fucking showers like that. And it's like, I'll yes, sing you a absurd. few if you want. Oh, okay. I'm sure you will. Uh, this part is like just completely ridiculous. Like the way that she's singing in the shower, it's like the worst humming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she knows she's getting that old dick. Yeah, like, okay, so let's... Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> talk about what? The old dad. Oh, she's the, she's getting she's ready to go on a, a date yeah. with the like the, the fucking. Owner. He's like seventy. Yeah. That's weird. And like these girls are supposed to be like sixteen, seventeen that's, years and old. And that's There's where like the pedophilia like, comes back, back into it. But she's you into it. But she, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Those some daddy issues. <laughs> Some women like a man in power, and he runs. He runs. This camp. He's got some legit power. He runs camp Arawak. Yeah, that is a man yes. of power. Yeah, yeah. He's like yes. he's somebody's like yes. gold chain cigar chomping fucking grandpa. I I would probably if I had to pick anyone, it would probably be Ronnie. Oh, obviously, Ryan. Uh, would, no, you know I would I, love to squish I, his pecs with my hands. You know who I boned in this movie? Um, I don't know his name, but he was the guy with the short shorts that had no shirt on. Um, he just has like brown hair. He's one of the like the older guys, but he. Right. Um, I'd bone him. I'd actually bone. I'd bone um, under booby shirt too. Oh yeah. Oh well, you I know love man that hair. goes without I saying. Love yeah. man the crop hair. top man. Yeah. yeah. That goes without saying. Obviously. Oh, yeah. You um, wouldn't even have to do much to take that shirt off. You'd just be like, yeah, I, I think that shit. Like, just leave it on. <laughs> leave it on. Leave it I on. Think that if he was like, if we were like getting it on and he was about to take off his crop top, <laughs> I'd be like, no, leave it on. <laughs> leave on the crop top. Oh, my fucking God. So I'd good. probably bang the penis guy, too. Hey, random college student. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Like you mean the penis? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the stunt penis. penis. Yeah, the stunt, stunt penis. The stunt penis in and this movie. Like the best thing I I read about that, or actually I didn't read it. I saw it in one of the documentaries. Was and I quote, <clears throat> that the college guy was crying he was horribly. Cr- yeah. He was yeah. crying, getting ready for this, which is so funny because I feel like in. Our group of friends or in group of friends that I've known throughout the years, if someone were to say, can we show your dick in this movie? You know how many of my friends will literally be like, yeah, like wagging it from side to yeah, side. Yeah, like, like helicopter and everything. Shit. Like I know a ton of dudes who would want nothing more than to get their dick in a movie. Yeah. yeah. He was 
wearing a girl's mask, though. We don't know who that... this man is. No, I know. And yeah. I find that yeah. to be so a interesting. A child girl's mask. Yeah. Like, she was a child, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So, there's someone out there, mystery man, his dick is forever glorified in sleepaway camp. He's uncredited. Has mm-hmm. Nobody knows who he is. Other than the fact that he was crying horribly and to get really drunk to do it. And then apparently you can see him taking his clothes off in the background in one of the scenes just Yeah, before. I heard about that. Yeah. Well, they talked about using a strap on for her. Yeah. Um, but her mom said no yeah, to that. Yeah, I would. If I was, was, if like, I was no, a mother, that would no be fucking weird. weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he just uh, basically is wearing a, a cast mask of Felissa's face. And there's like, if you Google it, there's like pictures of her like next to the, the, the mold. Yeah. And um, I actually didn't know how they did that scene for, like, the longest time. Like, I was, like, I just figured that they somehow, I don't know, used some kind of editing tools, like, back then. Like, but I now didn't when you see it, it, it looks so fake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can tell. But so I will say fake. that at least the cover of Darkness in the movie yes. and the shadows and stuff kind of helped to, like, cover yeah. up the fact that how obviously if it was complete daylight you'd be like ooh that's really bad yeah, yeah. I agree with you yeah. just a little moonlight yeah. yeah and I think that the I mean again like I've I've heard interviews of her talking about getting that cast done mm-hmm. and I can't imagine ever getting a cast done of my face oh my god I would have claustrophobia so fucking bad and, and especially because your mouth is open like yeah. her mouth is is gaping and so it must have been just full of plaster or it was acrylic it was dental yeah. acrylic it must have just been full like i can't even the worst shit and ever. she was a kid right and so it, like she said though she's like it was a good thing i was that age when they asked me to do it because mm-hmm. i was young and i was just like up for anything yep. she's like now i'd be like go oh, fuck yourself it's not happening totally. like you are not putting that shit Anymore. on my face yeah well let's talk about the sequels um okay so uh I I really I really like Sleepaway Camp too. Unhappy Campers, um, I dig it. It came out in 1988, directed by uh, Michael A. Simpson, and uh, Felissa was asked to be Angela, but she turned it down because of school. So she got into a, a program at university that's a really, really hard school to get into. And then they asked her after she got in, and then she contacted the school, and they were like, um, "Can I take a year and then?" do this movie and then come back and they were like we can't guarantee that you'll get in interesting because i read that too but then i heard an interview with her and her saying i auditioned and i knew it wasn't right for me oh so Mm. i've heard a lot of different stories because she like an interview with her she said she's like it it was it was funny and i wasn't playing a funny role in the first one and the second one kind of had this dark the humor behind are it like they're humor yeah, and they're, she's yeah, like so humor. i knew reading the part that it wasn't something that my heart was in as much as yes sorry is that one. a lover boy fucking it sure fucking is why have i never fucking noticed that sorry to cut you off it's Megan, like neon like, red too what the fuck I, I can't believe i've never noticed that there is a fucking picture of lover boy in the bathroom stall in sleepaway camp that is so weird and we're seeing lover boy next week i know what's up oh you guys are going yeah. you're coming too oh all right let's do it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god sorry so continue, continue. Ah, that was it no that was it yeah so it was just like because i read that too that she had gotten into school and yeah. stuff but then 
I, I just don't think it was meant to be. Well, uh, Pamela Springsteen, fucking Bruce Springsteen's sister, so the weird. boss. They don't even look. The they don't even look. They really the same don't. At all. No, they don't look alike at all. Um, and she did a fantastic mm-hmm. job. Yeah. I, I, I like the second one out of all the sequels. The second one is the one that I like more out of all of them. And um. Well, fun little fact about Pamela Springsteen. She's a photographer. She actually did some of Bruce's album covers. Um, She was also in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And um, she was briefly engaged to Sean Penn. I'm assuming after they met from probably... uh, when he high. was smoking hot. I yeah. love that movie. He's such a stoner in that movie. He's like mm-hmm. the Matthew McConaughey from Days of Confused, but more like extreme. Like they pushed that. Like role. surfer. Oh, like like way more yeah. surfer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's that fucking that surfer guy interview? He's like. Oh my God. And then it was like this. And then it and was then like. It was um. Uh, but yeah, well, the second one also has Renee Estevez, Emilio Estevez, and Charlie Sheen's sister. Yeah, and which is funny because I've seen this the second one a few times and I didn't realize that that yeah. was her because she doesn't really look like them. I don't think. No, she looks more like uh, Emilio. She looks more like Emilio than, than Charlie. She looks like yeah. Charlie. Yeah, but I thought I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I didn't realize that. But she was also in Heather's, and I gotta say, I think I'm one of the only people on this planet that can't. Stan that movie. Never seen it. Heather's with yeah. Winona Ryder mm, you know and Christian Slater. I, I can't stand that fucking movie. I think it's don't retarded. Don't think I've seen it. Well, I I may have seen it once. I watched I but it was I watched unremarkable. it. I watched it once, like in the nineties, and then I tried to rewatch it like four years ago, and I shut it off. I was like, this is so boring. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just, I don't like that movie. But she was also in Intruder, which is a movie that is on my list that I've never fucking mm-hmm. seen. It's one of those, like, slasher flicks that's, like, goes down to history as, like, one of the greatest slasher flicks. Um, she was also in Single White Female. Right. Ooh, that's a good yeah. One. And Deadfall. No! Yeah. One True God, Nicholas <laughs> Cage. That, okay, Nicholas Cage. If anyone has listened to this podcast before or follow us on Instagram, you know that we fucking love Nick Cage. And most of Nick Cage-iness comes out in Deadfall and Vampire's Kiss. Those are oh like the God. two movies where, where they like, just like allow him his, to freak out. Most of his like caginess like rages in those two movies. Like I fucking we still have to finish Deadfall. Like, I haven't seen the end of Deadfall, but that movie is just insane when he's, like, on the bed. And he's, like, and fucking he's, like, having a like, freak like, out. Like, like, fucking, like, freaking <laughs> yeah. out on the bed, like, jumping up and down. Like, oh, my God, his character in Deadfall is just brilliant. You can go on YouTube and, like, get the compilation of, like, the best of his, like, and moments. it's, from like, yeah. 80% Deadfall. is from Deadfall and yeah. Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, it's just him, and like, Wicker freaking Man. out. I was gonna Fuck. He's so oh, fucking fuck, crazy. Um, but yeah, I really like the second sleepaway camp. I mean, it's definitely like, yeah, the first sleepaway camp is like meant to be like kind of serious and eerie, spooky, scary. And the sequels are very comical, definitely. And um, uh, the third one, Teenage Wasteland, was uh, it came out a year after in 1989, also directed by Michael A. Simpson. And uh, he named it Teenage w- Wasteland because of the who, because he loves Bubba O'Reilly. And um, also has Pamela Springsteen in it. Um, the third one, oh my god, I just can't get over Angela's hair. Her hair looks like a fucking dried up mop. Like it looks, what? it looks awful. What? It looks so bad. And she basically like she um wants to go back to the camp and mm. she 
like kills <clears throat> a counselor like in New York City and like takes her identity. And then, so that's how she okay. sneaks into the camp. The girl at the beginning of the movie, though, there's one part where she takes her shirt off and you can see her tits. And her tits are tattooed. One tit says milk and the other one says shake. No! I thought that was pretty fabulous. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no. it's pretty awesome. Um, There is one scene in the third one, though, that's like racist. They use the N-word. And yeah. It's not good. Did you guys watch the sequel? No, I, 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 I watched I, the second one. I, I, I watched Return. number two. Okay, well, the third one, there's, like, one scene that's, like, fucking racist as fuck. Yeah, but was it supposed to be racist? Is it supposed to portray a racist character? Oh, yeah. There's, like, a scene where they're, like, there's the counselors and they're, like, training. And there's, like, the boss of the counselors, which is, like, this, like, obese woman. And then, like, a black guy and one of the other female uh, white counselors, like, they... They just start fighting, and she says the N word, and it's Adam? so bad. Oh yeah, it's Ooh. bad. And then like the the boss of whatever, like of the counselors, like separates them, and then they go their their separate ways. And then she tries to be all like, "It's okay, it's okay, everything's fine, everything's fine. Let's just Jeez. gather around the campfire." That's typically how racist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, but um. There's one scene in part three, though, that I, I got I got to talk about. Um, you guys, obviously, like, when you watch horror movies as a kid, you know how there's always, like, scenes in horror movies that always stuck with you yes. for, for life? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was, for me, from Tales from the Crypt, the TV show, when uh, the one where, um, actually, our, that babe from Lost Boys is in it... Um, they hollow out the the trees and stick people yeah. in. Yeah, James Bryan is in that one that's too. One. And uh, they use chainsaws and cut them. And another scene that I watched when I was like probably like fucking like seven or eight years old, there was a scene, a lawnmower scene in part three. So they bury people, a person in the ground, but only up to their neck. Oh. So only their and then heads. they lawnmower their head. That's uh, from fucking Sleepaway Camp Three. Oh my god, that's iconic. I yeah, where that was. From. I know, and it's funny because like I have the box set, but I watch part two more than I watch part three because I like part two more. But then as I was doing research for this, I, I was like, hey, I should rewatch the third one, and I rewatched it, and I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot about the lawnmower scene, and that shit fucked me up when I was a kid. I was like, wow, I totally forgot about that. that is so interesting and it's that scene is is awesome it's so fucking awesome and that for some reason triggers me into i don't know if you guys ever saw hobo with a shotgun it was yeah crazy. it was fun. when they yeah. put their heads in the sewer Ooh, caps yeah. and then yeah, wrap yeah. them with and then rip their isn't heads that ricky off. from yeah ricky trailer from park trailer park boys, park boys. Yeah. and then it also reminds me of motel hell where they have like the heads in the garden and oh man like i don't humans. remember oh yeah i know you i know that all i got a fucking time you know what i know something I gotta rewatch Motel Hell. I've only seen it once. And I, I see your it. Instagram stories. I know you've rewatched Fright Night a hundred times. Yes. One of those times, <laughs> replace it with Motel Hell for fuck's sake. I can't get enough of that sweater. <laughs> so here's a funny trivia that I wanted to just bring up before I forget. That Weird Al used this movie as an inspiration for the song um, Nature Trail to Hell. This and Friday the 13th Part 3 were an inspiration uh, for that song and he he comments in the song one of the lyrics is about a surprise penis oh 
Yeah. Weird Al. He gives Weird Al a fan. Weird Al's a fan. Dude, I fucking love Weird Al. We saw Weird Al in concert. That was fucking amazing. I see him too. He rules. I love Weird Al, like, puts on such a fucking good show. You know what I love about him? Have you guys seen that gif online where he's like, um, sitting in front of a paper shredder and he shreds paper and then the camera pans out and he stands up and like asks for applause by like thousands of people like at a show because he's like shredding. Ah! <laughs> and like, the crowd just so fucking goes crazy. He's like literally sitting on a fucking stage on a chair and puts paper in a shredder and stands up and everyone <laughs> fucking applauds. It's that amazing. That is fucking, that I've is never amazing. seen that but that oh, sounds fuck, it's fucking pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I think Morgan should talk about part four. Yeah, the well, survivor. Okay, well, I was seriously convinced that this movie wasn't real. No, I know because we tried to find it. Yeah, part yeah. four. It's called the Survivor. It apparently exists, though. It was incomplete for many years um, because it was shut down during the 1992 production. Um, because I think the production company uh, went, went bankrupt. bankrupt. Yeah, it was completed though in 2012. By mixing the original footage with archive footage from the previous three films, and then it was given its own DVD release, which I could not fucking find. Dude, I couldn't find shit on this movie. Like, I, I was, I was even trying to like stream it. Like, I was like, looked it up. I'm like, watch Sleepaway Camp Four: The Survivor online, and like one came up, but it was like zoomed in. Yeah. And like, I was like, I can't, I can't. Oh, but then I started, hard. and I was like, I'm gonna try. Eh. But it was just. I remember you texting me, Yaz, and being like, I don't know if this is actually the movie. Like, I was like, this you can't like, be a real movie. Like, know. it's just scenes from the other ones. Like, yeah, one and two it's and mostly. Um, so apparently, they started filming in October of 1992 at Camp Tamarack in Oakland, New Jersey. So, Double Helix Films was the production company. Um, and they did go bankrupt around that time, so the production shut down. And they only filmed about half an hour of footage before everything like got shut down so then in 2002 the footage from the first day of shooting was released as an exclusive fourth disc for the best buy red cross edition um, of the sleepaway camp survival kit dvd box set so in the original dvd box set there is sorry there's a penis on the i know TV. i know penis it's the best thing because she decapitated someone who she cared about yeah yeah, that's sad. It's, and just showed her dick, because why not? Because why <laughs> And just showed her dick. Like, that's upsetting. Not. I've seen this ending probably easily, just the ending itself, probably 25 times. And still, yeah, it, like, it, that. it makes me upset. Because her face, they chose the perfect face. It is a scary... Mm, well, wasn't it like, uh, for scary. her audition, he asked her to, like pretend like she was like eating a candy bar but like in a psychotic manner yeah, with yeah well it's from the one scene that she's sitting, sitting there eating the chocolate bar and she's just like got like a vacant yeah. stare or whatever um i'd like to actually rewind and just take a look at that dick one more i time. know i, I want <laughs> I, I just oh, like when man. they stand up and she's got blood she's got blood and she's got the it's like that made, gave me butterflies in my stomach yeah what an iconic oh sorry morgan no 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 it's okay um anyway so Number four, The Survivor, it really isn't a fucking movie. No. It's fucking ridiculous. I never, I didn't see the completed product. Like, it has a cover? Yeah. With a girl on yeah. it? Like. And it's the girl that's in the movie, too. So, online, on YouTube, you can find the 
34 minutes of completed footage. And I literally sat and watched all 34 minutes on YouTube, and I was like, I have no idea how the fuck you could have made anything out of that. Literally, it was the girl running through the woods. Yeah. A bunch. She's at the beginning, she's like laying on the dock, trees in the background or whatever. And there's like a sheriff guy who like, it seems like she's with him. But then there's scenes where she's running from him. And then there's a scene where she has a gun and she's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Oh, so there are, I was going to, that was my next question. Is there a script? No, literally there's, there is like nothing that you could piece together from what this footage is. I think it's Zero. hilarious. Most of it, 80% of it is just her going, ah, 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 take Ooh. one in the woods. A victim running. or a murderer? I don't know. Okay. It's the, girl, it's... it's the girl that's on the cover that they put that, out. That brunette girl? Yeah. Yeah. So I assume, but it's called The Survivor. So from what I gathered, the she's idea. She's The Survivor from part two and three, yes. I think. Yeah. That's Whoever... like what she's supposed to be. Yeah. So, but I don't know if she go. apparently, okay, so it was something like she had amnesia and her psychiatrist was like, go back and figure out your, remember who you are by going back to the camp. Yeah. That, and yeah, they okay, only filmed that. like. So it's the... basically like Friday 13th part seven. Yeah. But it, I was just but gonna say, that sounds awfully familiar. <laughs> they could not have fucking made anything out of it. I think it's hilarious that, that you had. watched that one, but you didn't watch like I know, two and three. I know. Well, <laughs> what I don't get I was is if, for time. if it's so basic and so incomplete, how does it even have a name? Like, was it released? Well, no. I so don't... the 30 minutes of footage, the raw footage is available. You can just get it on YouTube and you can just watch every single like take of all the bullshit that they did. But then they repackaged it and took that 30 minutes of footage and cut it with scenes from the first, second, and third movies to try to make a story about why this girl was running from no one in the woods. Okay. And so literally, I don't of the 30 yeah. minutes that they filmed, there's like probably like 10 minutes in the actual movie, okay. and the rest of it is just scenes from the other movies. Well, apparently so it um, it's on a fourth disc on the Survival Kit box yeah. set, which was just a Best Buy exclusive. Yes. But that one and the one with the Red Cross are, are both out of print. But you want to hear something hilarious about part four, though? Did you read this? It's produced by Krishna Shaw, the fucking director of Hard Rock Zombies. No. Whoa! Yeah! yeah. But yeah. this is again where I'm confused. How is there a producer? Like how, right? was it organized or was it not an organized well, film? Well, it was organized, but the production company went bankrupt. So ah. it cut, like okay. they filmed half an hour and then. He was like, I'm going to step aside and that go was do it. Hard Rock Zombies, the greatest movie yeah. ever. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So it basically Cassie. just ended up being fucked. <laughs> Whoa, Cassie. <laughs> well, um. I uh, did some some digging and Retrosploitation, they have a store envy. They are releasing part two and three on VHS. Um, two is the Redux and three is uncut. Oh. Um, they're both already sold out of the pre-order, but they have released part four on VHS in the past, but it's currently sold out. So if you're looking oh. for two, three, and four on VHS, just look up Retrosploitation. Um, mm. But every time they release it, it's like pre-order and it's like already sold out. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Return to Sleepaway Camp 
Uh, that was a fun movie. Like, I remember renting it when it first came out. And uh, it was shot in 2003, but it wasn't released on DVD until 2008. Um, because they had to apparently fix a bunch of the special effects. Yes, they did. Um, but this one, as we said earlier, is also directed and written by Robert Hiltzik. And all three of his daughters are in the movie. Oh, Felissa Rose came back. Jonathan Tiersten came back. Um... Isaac Hayes is in it. What? It's on YouTube. You can watch it. It's on YouTube. Um, and th- this is the last movie that Isaac Hayes did before he died, which is crazy. Um, Vincent Pastore is in it. The guy from fucking Sopranos. Yeah. And Carlito's Way. Yeah. He's like a big character in that movie as well. And um, it was produced by uh, Thomas Vandell, who plays Mike. And sleep away. And he's the one and he's who's the guy, the guy who, that's like the big so universal music guy. So he probably got Isaac Hayes involved yeah. in it. That makes sense. Yeah. I just I, I I get what you're saying. You're like, yeah, it was it was really good, and it was had all the cast together. I just personally, it's one of those things where I watched it and I thought that they were an inch away from what would have been successful dark comedy like the lines were so poo poo pee pee like <laughs> far like they were so over the because they were it yeah. felt like they were trying so hard to be funny yeah that like to me it, it fell flat like the comedy yeah. fell flat it was like I, i'm laughing at this but not because it's funny because if i don't laugh I, i'm gonna feel not, very uncomfortable like because like i don't know when it comes to a lot of like newer uh, independently made horror movies like uh, obviously like I'm a bigger fan of like their like 80s and you know old movies and stuff like that um, it was fun to watch because I'm a fan of the first one and it's like yes. I imagine when I'm watching it that because yes. they got the original cast to come back that I imagine like well this must have been a blast to make totally, you know what I mean totally. but it's not a remove movie that yourself I from that yeah. I wouldn't buy it and I probably won't watch it again, to be honest. Yeah. But I did love Felissa's, uh, the last scene uh, of Felissa, when she's like, <laughs> and then stares <laughs> into the camera, like, deadpan. I thought that was pretty awesome. Oh, but Robert actually apparently wanted to make another one after that one, and he was going to call it Sleepaway Camp Reunion. It was supposed to be released in 2011, but it just never happened. Um, there was talk about a reboot. Did you guys see that? Um, there is an IMDb. Vaguely. There is an IMDb for a Sleepaway Camp reboot, um, but there has been no word about it like since mm. 2013. Are we surprised? Are I don't we think surprised? they should do that one. I don't well, know. It's, they're literally rebooting they every it, fucking franchise. It better take place in the 80s and there better be some motherfucking crop tops on yeah. it. Yeah. And they can't forget the baseball scene. Yeah, I know. I love the, uh, if you guys, like, seriously, like, if you haven't heard it, listen to the How Did This Get Made episode on Sleepaway Camp. It's episode number 48. Uh, We listened to it recently. It's, like, on the way home from VHS Fest. It's hilarious. It's so fucking funny. Like, I love that they mention that the baseball scene, like, they're all, like, super mean and cussing everybody out and being like, fuck you, motherfucker. Like, eat shit and live and blah, blah, blah. But they're all pitching underhand. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you, motherfucker. Here's the ball. Like... I thought that was pretty funny, but that is a really good episode. Um, definitely uh, one of my favorite podcasts out there. Um, but yeah, so the movie's over. Do you guys have anything else to add? What about summer camp movies? Morgan, I want you to list yours and you don't even have to come to me after then. Because summer camp movies are so, not few and far between, but they're so in the media. Like, everyone knows, I feel like, about all the ones that I'm going to say anyway. Yeah, well, I don't know. I tried to stick to horror 
exclusively because I know that there's a lot of like wet hot American summer. Like, I love funny, that fucking funny movie, kind though. of things. And, and the I've, show was eh, but the movie, yeah, that movie is. I've amazing. never seen it, but I know it's like the well, epitome didn't, like, of everything. That... When we were listening to the "How Did This Get Made?" episode, didn't like Jason Manzoukas? He said that he contacted Ken Marino and asked him, "Did you base your character off the guy from Sleepaway Camp?" And he said he did. Yeah, which is pretty fucking that's crazy. Fucking that's interesting. Yeah, the guy with the crop top in Sleepaway Camp is like that's the character that Ken Marino like based. His character. That's fucking in, hilarious. In Wet Hot American Summer. Hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising that Crop Top is iconic. I know. Let's be honest. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, everybody knows Friday the 13th. That's like the epitome yeah. of like summer camp fucking mm-hmm. movies. And before Love like it. Jason like went to fucking space and went to Manhattan, he was just hanging out at Crystal Lake fucking yeah. stabbing campers for a few fucking movies. And it's such a huge movie that any time that you have another, like, camp-type movie, it's like, oh, must have ripped off Friday the Yeah, 13th. like, you automatically oh, think, must've... like, Jason Voorhees, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, like, uh, partial to Friday the 13th, like, obviously, because he's, like, out of all the, like, the killers, like, he's my favorite. Yeah. But uh, mainly, I think, because my parents were dicks and they never let me do anything fun when I was younger so I never had camp is not fun I know camp is not fun don't trick yourself I was still like obsessed with wanting to go mainly just to get away from my parents but also because I just I'd watch those movies and be like I want to go to camp and like party and make out with boys and get killed by Jason you know and get killed by Jason but like I was always jealous of all the other kids that got to go to camp so like that's why like I'm it's very um uh, I'm very partial to the Friday the 13th, like, because of the fact that they take uh, place in camps, like, because I never got to go to camp. Yeah. So I sure. do, I do love those movies, like, and any slasher, any movie that, like, takes place in a camp, like, I'm just, like, automatically, like, I wish I had that in my youth. I yeah. wish I had Troop Beverly Hills in my youth, because that's my fucking camp movie. Troop Beverly Hills, about a bunch of rich kids oh, from the 80s. Oh, it's the best! It's the it's yeah. kind of like Overboard. Remember Overboard? With Kurt Russell. Right? It's yeah. kind of like that where oh it's about God. like a bunch of rich bitches. But they go to a fucking oh, kids camp and it's all these like Beverly Hills girls and they like bring their little poodles and they like get manicures at camp. Like yeah. that is what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, I'll have to watch that. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen that movie. But yeah, my camp experience was <laughs> terrible. I remember sleeping with all my clothes on in a sleeping bag. Literally, it was like negative 10 degrees, like freezing. Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep the entire time and it was a whole week and that was the last time I went to summer camp so the burning the burning is great that yeah. is a great see camp the movie. burning is a movie that we, when we were talking about like what we should do for our next episode we were saying like either sleepaway camp or the burning and uh sleepaway camp is just so iconic but the burning is definitely up there it's such a fucking great movie it's that's an amazing fucking yeah i movie. love it i love it and morgan had never seen it before and nope. she watched it for the first time recently and i, I was did like, isn't it great it's gross eh? it's awesome i love it yeah. i love it it's and yucky. like jason alexander with hair i know is what a a fucking, it's, it's so, so weird. weird it's so weird so fucking weird yeah, but, but yeah that's like, a great movie i did i did like it and it gave it it has like a different kind of i guess vibe than sleepaway camp and even friday the 13th but yeah like i i don't know i thought it was good i thought there were some good kills in it i like the um raft scene i thought that was pretty cool when they all are like all chopped up on the raft yeah floating back and stuff like that yeah it's pretty cool yeah i thought that was 
It was it was really good. Don't go into the woods. It's not really a camp movie, but they're camping. But I I agree with that though because like they're in the woods, so it counts. And don't go into the woods is fucking hilarious. Oh my god, that we, movie! Is... Me and Morgan used to watch the <laughs> shit out of that movie in high school. Have you seen it, Megan? No. Oh my god, we, should we watch have it. to watch it sometime. It's so it's it's just it's, it's so absurd. cheesy. It's so amazing. Like the music is just like. Oh yeah, we watch a lot of those. Like one time, me and Morgan ate mushrooms and played that song. We were on like, "Let's get on the keyboard." And yeah, I was like, I was on the keyboard, and Morgan was like on my acoustic guitar. We we're like playing the fucking song from "Don't Go Into the Woods." Like, oh fuck, it was so oh, funny. Like, da, 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 da. and I was on the keyboards, and I was like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, no, that movie, I love that. I haven't seen that movie in years, actually. We should definitely revisit you know what? that movie uh, soon. Well, I know you probably have a copy, and I just oh, yeah, bought I a copy at yeah. uh, VHS, VHS Fest. Fest, so I'm really, really yeah. excited. And, like, um, the first time you see that, the killer in the woods, like, he's like, yeah! He's, like weird, he's got tar, like, coming out like of his weird, fucking savage. Is he human? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. He's just, like, this savage that, like, this bum that lives in the woods. It's yeah. amazing. But, I love the music, but the, also, like, the, the other song in the movie is, like, <laughs> so fucking bad. I fucking oh, love fuck. it. That was one of those movies that any camp movie, like the reason why we wanted to do Sleepaway Camp is because summer camp and summertime, it's just like such a nostalgic kind of feeling. Like for yeah. me, any time that I ever watched Sleepaway Camp, especially early on in my life was like, Summertime, summertime and it was like movie. sleepovers definitely. and stuff like that but like don't go into the woods was definitely a movie that we rented when we were in high school from ambassador video and yeah, byron that was the very first time that we ever watched it and it we that, laughed so hard we had such like it just has such nostalgia for me yeah i love that movie for sure definitely the last one on my list I, is... I think I know it's the... Because I, uh, I didn't make a list, like a formal list, but I was like, well, there's just like the obvious ones that we just talked about, but there's one that is very dear to me. <laughs> Heavy Metal Summer. Heavy Metal Summer. This is a movie <laughs> that... Megan, we're going to make you watch it. Um, so basically, good. like, whenever we want to introduce a movie to, like, a new friend or, like, a new guy that we're, like, dating, like, we're like... You were watching Heavy you Metal Summer. You have to watch it. <laughs> uh, Heavy Metal Summer is like one of those like found movies. It's like we just happened to come across it at Ambassador Video, it was, like where yeah. we used to live with our parents mm-hmm. when we were in high school. And the cover is just, it's absurd. It's like, Megan, actually, why don't you just grab it? Okay. It's off of my shelf. It's that yellow one right huh? next to I the. See it. uh, I see um, it. It's got, um, okay, it's basically like exactly w- what you would think it would be. It's called Heavy Metal Summer. It takes place at a camp, and Kim Myers is in it. Mm-hmm. Kim Myers from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 and Hellraiser 4, and it's, like, about these, like, these two, like, heavy metalers is what they're called. Uh, heavy metalers. And they hear about, like, a triathlon, like, thing that's going on at a camp, and the winner, like, wins, like, a lump sum of money, and they want to use it to get, like, amps and guitars and stuff. And so they go to this camp, and then there's, like, these other people who are also, like, sporty, and they want to, like, they each have their reasons why they're entering this like marathon so they could win the money and then the main character is a guy who owns the camp and his name is Trucky. <laughs> Trucky! And his little brother and his little brother's name is Trailer. trailer. 
Trucky and Trailer. So they're, they're brothers and their names are Trucky and Trailer. And they, uh, there's like the big corporate man who wants to come and invade the camp and sneak toxic waste into the oh, underground yeah. oh, and this so and that. And they silly. try to like save the camp. And it's just like, it's absurd. And Ted Nugent is in it. Whoa. He plays a, like towards the end, like yeah. at their like celebration kind of wow. yeah. party and the the heavy metalers um the guy with the black hair's name rocket no the blonde guy's name is rocket rocket you rocket and like oh there's like one of my favorite montages in the history of movies is a scene when Rocket is like coming out of the water in oh, slow yeah. motion and it's like he's supposed to be like all fit and he's wearing this like fucking like uh speedo and he's like kind of chunky and like he comes out and he's like supposed to be all sexy and like it's all slow motion and he like whips his hair back oh, and it's like this like fucking lab like walking out of the water and like when oh, it speeds man. up to normal speed again he's like you could tell he's like struggling yeah it's like one of the best movies ever and i happened to own two copies because I, I bought the one copy from ambassador video and then uh, at city lights this bookshop in london um they had it and i was like Ooh, and i ended up buying it but i ended up mailing it to lunch meet yeah um josh because like i posted about it and he can't this is like years ago yeah. and he commented was like oh my god you have two copies of heavy metal summer like can i have one and i was like yeah sure i don't did you send him to. the ambassador copy uh, i don't know because I, I i'm know. pretty sure that all the ambassador movies were clam the clamshells they were both like cardboard were they okay yeah yeah because any of the well, ones the one that, that i, I kept, bought when it went when it went out of business were all the clamshell ones the one that i kept has a sticker but it has another title though on imdb it's called something else. yes it's called state park state park so yeah. if seriously if you guys want like the the greatest cheesiest 80s movie to watch like on a night when you're drinking with your buds try to find heavy metal summer aka state park it is a riot and it there's lots so of like fun. there's lots of short shorts and crop tops yeah in it too, oh my god you're into. And the, the, the fashion girl, is great there's another girl in it and she's in scanners too and she's mm -hmm. canadian as well but yeah this like oh my god this movie i'm is pretty sure it is a canadian movie Maybe from what I from what I understood, I th I thought it was a Canadian production. Trucky and trailer, <laughs> motherfucker! Oh my god! But yeah, that's great. That is a great yeah. fucking summer camp movie. Do you have anything that we didn't mention, Megan? No, like it's not summer camp, but like I always think of Cabin Fever because it's yeah yeah, yeah. like it's kind of campy yeah. yeah, and it's in, the in more ways than one. I think that's one ways. of Eli Roth's best movies. And I like I love Giuseppe Andrews' character, the cop on the bicycle. Eh? He's like a party man, a party dude. You guys partying? He's a babe. <laughs> that's another funny one. Yeah. 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 I think that's about it. Okay. Sweet. Well, uh, I guess that's it for us. And thanks a lot for listening, as always. I hope everybody has a good night. If you're out there camping, don't get murdered by a female. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. What Jerry Springer have? At the end of his show, remember when Jerry Springer had like his final thought? Oh, oh that's our final and thought. That's our final our thought. Our final thought is if men had uteruses, would they be called deuteruses? Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. bye.
to your eyes It comes as no surprise You're slipping away